going to be in the Old Testament a good bit. God's amazing grace. Last week, our message was on Mephibosheth. Today, going to look in the Old Testament again. God's amazing grace. Let Roger just push us this morning. Say that with me. One, two, three. Sufficient grace. One more time. Sufficient grace. Let's just push, buddy. We're in roll time now. The word sufficient, say that with me. I know, I mean, he drives me crazy. He makes me say stuff. Well, you'll get over it, okay? And you're going to learn something. Okay, the word sufficient means what? It means what? It means what? There you go. We're talking about enough grace. Title of the message, sufficient grace. Enough grace. There is enough grace. Grace from Almighty God for you. Let's just look at it today and let's put it in shoe leather and see what we can find. How can I know there will be enough grace for me to make it through whatever comes my way? How can I know that? Well, there's going to be some things we're going to need to do. Amen? I've been challenged in this area. I thought I couldn't make it. I can't do it. I'll travel home this week, this week to North Carolina because my mother was murdered the night before Thanksgiving in 1993. So 26 years ago, how do you make it through the murder of your mother? And I loved her more than anybody on the planet. So if you've got a relationship you didn't love your mother, that ain't me. I loved my mama more than anything. More than any one. Period. That's just the way it was. And I could talk all day about it. Matter of fact, next week, I've asked the Lord to help me. As I travel home, Lord, would you fill my mind with some new memories and, or some, remembering some old things? And there'll be a message when I come back next week. Amen? So next Sunday morning, you're going to hear about my trip and my mama and her testimony and her life. And, uh, and it'll, it'll be something that will help you as well. Here's what the Bible says about sufficient grace. The Apostle Paul writing. This is the Lord speaking. And the Lord said unto me. Say it with me. My grace. Are y'all? Okay, let's try it. Here we go. And the Lord said unto me. Here we go. Say it with me. My grace is sufficient for you or thee. For my strength is what? Made what? Perfect in weakness. Paul says most gladly. Therefore, Paul speaking, Will I rather glory then in my problems, in my troubles, in my infirmities, that the power of Jesus might rest on me? Amen. I taught this sweet lady. She loves the Lord right here. And I had not seen you in a couple of years. But just a little I've seen you. And my buddy here is one funny man. You light it up at McDonald's, brother. I'm just saying. We're funny. We like to have fun, don't we? Come on. But this lady here is a sweet woman of God. Their son is a pastor, and he just became the senior pastor back home at their church, and they're just so excited for him. And we're, we're thrilled for you both. I mean, praise God for him. But she has trouble. She just told me. She's had trouble for years. She can't turn her neck. Okay? But that's all right, because she likes to look forward anyway. Amen. Say. Amen. I love that about you. Yeah, praise the Lord for it. Come on, big old smile. Looking forward. No matter how you, is there enough grace, sweetie? Yes or no? There's plenty of it, ain't it? And she got a big smile. And not dead enough grace. No, big smile. His grace is sufficient. 
And I'll, I'll suffer. I'll go through whatever that the power of Jesus might rest on me. Paul said, I take pleasure. And this is a goofy thing. He's, he's like, this guy's on drugs or something. He says, I take pleasure in my infirmities. And if you read in Scripture, Paul had some serious infirmities. Uh, infirmities okay? And sickness, beatings, whipping, scourgings. He said, I take pleasure in, re- in reproaches. You think somebody's ever said something bad to you? They said a whole lot worse to probably this man. I take pleasure in necessities when I ain't got hardly anything to eat. In persecutions, in distresses. For whose sake? Say that last part with me. For when I am what? Then I'm what? Strong. Wonder why he could say that. Because he found that in his problems, God's grace was what? Absolutely. It was enough. Amen? Let's go ahead and take a quick test. How many would say, I have been in trouble some hard times? And just don't lie, we have in church. How many would say, God's grace was enough? Let me see. It got my tail through it. That's probably 80% of the hands this morning. Amen? And when we go into stuff, we're not looking forward to it. Oh, great! Another train wreck coming. But boy, I'll tell you, when you feel His grace through it and you get on the other side, you go, Lord, thank you for that train wreck. Because I'm not a wreck anymore. You've made me stronger through it. Guys, it just, uh, it's just the way it is. God's grace is enough. God's strength is what? It's what? Matured in my what? When it says it's made perfect, that word perfect is matured. I mature through pain. So does everybody else. Guys, I, and I'm glad you read your Bible. You should. Bible study's awesome. But it's that pain that's going to mature you. Especially when you have the Word. The Word in you. And then these troubles come. And you just grow leaps and bounds through trouble. Y'all hear me or not say? When I am weak, then I'm what? I'm strong. So this is what that verse was teaching. Let's keep going. So why? 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 Because God's grace is enough. When I'm weak, I'm strong because God's grace is enough. And we're just going to keep pushing and see what we can find. Am I willing? Am I willing to believe that God's grace is enough? A lot of Christians aren't. You'd rather whine the rest of your life. That's it. You'd rather just stay down. You know? Come on, you can do that. You can find churches that will pat you on the head. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to kick you in the tail. That's what I'm going to do. Because if I hang out with whiners, I'll be one. Sorry. That's a little, but you don't understand what I'm going through. I'm not saying you're not going through some mess right now. I know, it's hard. I get that. But you're not going to get through it by whining. You can be a winner through this if you realize and let God work in your life. And see that, God, you're with me. I matter to you. I have value. I'm not a piece of garbage. You're with me always. But see, I can't tell you all these things. You've got to get in a book and know these things. You have to know the whole Bible, but I'm telling you what, just knowing some is going to help a lot. Amen. And God's going to help you. The Bible says, without faith, it's impossible to please Him. For he that comes, comes to God must do what? Can you all help me just a little more? I believe that next crowd might be more awake than you all. Come on. I always brag on you. 
But I don't know. They must believe. If you come to God, you must do what? You must what? You must believe that He is. And He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. When you go going to diligently seek God? When everything's good? Then you're better than me. I found I seek the Lord the most when I'm closest to the floor. When I'm hurt and I've been beat up, knocked down, discouraged, distressed. The Bible says, seek me early and you'll find me. We try everything else but God in our, in our pain, our struggle. God says, you seek me early in that mess and you'll find me. Been true of my life. Let's talk about Abraham this morning. We're going to go to the Old Testament. And the Scripture was fulfilled, which says, would you say this with me a little bit loud? Abraham, what? Believed God, and it was what? Imputed or counted unto him for what? Righteousness. And he was called God's what? Wow. How do I become a friend of God? By knowing his grace is enough. By, by, by believing God's grace is enough. By when trouble comes, not turning your back on God. Not trying everything else but God. Y'all hear me or not? I was abandoned about nine years ago. Killed me. Hurt me. That destroyed me. Gary Clark wanted to do the wrong thing. You hear me? And you can just imagine what that thing would be. <sighs> And it's not that I'm a great guy, but I have a great God. I have a great God who puts up with me and watches out after me. Amen? And He helped me not absolutely run my life right off a cliff. So see, I felt like I deserved it. That's what we do in life. Something bad happens and we feel like it's our turn just to do something bad, strike back, act like an absolute lunatic. Or we can find out God's grace is real and sufficient in my life. Yes or no? Amen. And as I give this message, about nine years later, I got that beautiful lady right here in my life who loves me. We're fixing to spend Thanksgiving together, go home, see our family. I don't know why you gave me the dog to drive. I don't understand that. I'm going to tell you that right now. Dog children. Uh, it's like, uh, uh. I can scream at that dog and slap that dog. So anyway, I better keep the dog. I better keep the dog. Amen. But God's blessed me. Yes or no? And there's so many ways. Abraham believed God. See, I, I believe I am God's friend. That sounds arrogant, doesn't it? I believe I'm God's friend. In my weak times, not out loud, but I heard the Lord tell me in the weakest moment of my life, I'm proud of you. Not out loud, but in my heart. Oh, you're proud of me. I feel like a bum. But to hear the voice of God, to know that God is with you, yes or no? And that's what Abraham, he, he was called the friend of God, and this guy was nuts sometimes. So you're a candidate for God's grace, amen? So Abraham, he didn't have a complete Bible like I do. He didn't have a complete picture of God's plan. God told him to go out of a country, and he chose to go. And though he didn't have a complete Bible, he couldn't see the future. And he was wealthy, by the way. He was filthy rich. And God says, leave everything you have and follow me into the desert. What? 
But even though he, he, he didn't see the picture, he still had a strong what? Faith. And that's where God's grace is connected to, to faith. It's incredible. In spite of testing and failures, Abraham still believed God. He was not perfect. Instead of waiting on God, he got this other woman pregnant. Is that true? Yes or no? Of course, his wife told him it was okay, and he hit the green light. And that's where you get the Israeli-Arab conflict from. Did you hear me? In case you wonder, why didn't people hate each other? All the way back in the Bible. That's where that all started. But you know what? God didn't throw him out with the trash. And God's not going to throw you out. He often failed. He lied. Did he lie? You that know the story of Abraham, did he lie? Did he lie more than once? He was so much such a liar, he tried the same thing a couple of times. Crazy. And you've got to read the story. But there was sufficient grace for him. So what can we learn from him? Am I willing to believe that God's grace is enough? I've got about 10 minutes or so, 15. Am I willing to believe that God's strength and my, and my weakness can make me mature? God's strength and my weakness can make me mature. Am I willing to discover that when I'm weak, that I'm made stronger? Are you willing to go there? Now, you're going to have problems. So that's not the deal. You're going to have that. So you're halfway home. But the other half is I'm going to whine. I'm going to turn on God. I'm going to act like a lunatic. And I'm going to kill somebody. Am I going to abandon God's laws and rules and things in my life that make me a better person for the sake of pleasure? Or am I going to go all the way with God? Am I going to go all in? Am I going to believe Him? Is God's grace enough in my life? This is my message. Yes, it is. God's, you might say, oh, you don't even know what you're talking about. Good, just spell my name right. Gary with two R's. I don't know what I'm talking about, okay? I'll go toe-to-toe with any one of you, whether you like it or not. You want to go toe-to-toe? I'll go toe-to-toe with you, and let's talk about crap in our life. You want to do that? I can do it. I do talk about things in my life to show you God's grace is enough. He's always gotten me through. People said for years, you can't do this. You're an idiot. I had people tell me that for starting a church. That's all right. Maybe I was. But even, even people that are idiots that believe God can get somewhere in life. You hear me or not say, it's crazy. God's a good God. Is he or not? Yes or no? Who gets all the credit for everything? Tell me. God. Because I know me. I'm nuts. So even somebody that's nuts with the grace of God, he can do great things. Y'all hear me or not? I'm all over the place, but I'm still on it. Am I willing to live like God's grace is enough? This is my message. Yes, I am. Do I get down? I get down. I got down this week, didn't I? I struggled this week. I had a day I struggled this week. You could see it early, couldn't you? I was struggling. And I won't get into it. But later on, I fussed at her. That's not why she's sitting there today, but anyway. Get you back! No. But I fussed. And I was feeling like I was spinning my wheels. And just not feeling like I was measuring up or that it didn't matter. Now, that's one thing that can happen to you when you've been run over by a bus. Sometimes those feelings will still be there. 
Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes or no? Those feelings of unworthiness, not making it, not, not measuring up, will still come back. And though I responded the wrong way, and I hurt Kim to the point that she cried, and I never see her cry. And that hurt me. But thank God I got somebody that understands me, understands what I've been through. I'm 57, raising two little girls again. I know, well, God's grace is enough. You'll be fine. I know His grace is enough. But that don't mean that my head don't want to pop off my shoulders, okay? You hear me or not? Say, yeah. And I'm refereeing little fights now in the yard when I just want to punch both of them case closed. But I can't do that. And so, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not making excuses. This is just reality. But the good thing is I can speak to Kim. And even if it is sometimes, if it ain't just comes, words don't come out right. But we could talk it through. You hear me or not? I'm just scooting around the edges, but I think you get the picture. Just because God's grace is enough doesn't mean you're not still going to have struggles. Y'all hear me or not? But God's been good to me. So His grace is sufficient. So how do you do it, Clark? How do you do it? I've got some grace rules this morning. We're going to hit them, Raj. I know. I just keep running my mouth. Here we go. Grace rule number one, go to the website. You might want to write them down or, or just go, there, go back to it. And you can hear this message later today. It's on Facebook. Last week we had a lot of people tuning in. So thank you for tuning in today. God bless you guys. We appreciate you watching live this morning. So we're talking about Abraham. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance, he did what? Say the word. He obeyed. And he went out. What's that last part? Not what? Where he was going. What's grace rule number one when you're facing hard times, difficulties? I don't think I can make it, Pastor. I'm going through stuff. You know, God's grace was enough for you, but it's not enough for me, preacher. Grace rule number one, follow God even when you don't know where you're going. Say that with me. Follow God even though you don't know where you're going. When I was hurt real bad, I didn't know there was a Kim in my future. I just said, Lord, bless me double for my trouble. And I didn't know I'd get two kids and another dog. I did not know. But you pretty much take care of the dog, don't you? Yeah, oh yes. You don't like this dog talk, do you? Follow God even though you don't know where you're going. Did you hear what I just said? Abraham left Ur of the Chaldees, very wealthy man, He followed God, and God said, I'll make you the father of many nations. And out of his lineage came Israel. Out of Israel came Jesus. You hear me or not? He followed, even though he didn't know where he was going. And it was hard. God's grace is enough, even though I can't see the big picture. I can't see it, Lord. That's okay. Jesus said, sufficient is the evil today. Live in the now. Say that with me. Live in the what? One more. Live in the what? One more time. Live in the what? You got 24. You're going to sleep eight of it. You're going to eat, if you're like me, about three of it. Now you're left about 13 hours. And you telling me you can't make it through today? Quit whining. You can make it through today. You live in the now. You don't see the big picture? You don't have to. Because I'm going to follow 
even though I don't know what's where I'm going. Y'all hear me or not? Keep that in mind. Grace rule number two. By faith, Abraham sojourned in the land of promise. As a, in a strange country, he had everything. Now he's over here where there's nothing. He's dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac, Jacob. They're heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a what? He, Abraham looked for a what? Who's what? Which has foundation. Who's what? I used to say this in my trouble. I don't want to go through this crap and come out the same. You've heard me say that before. Well, that's because God's grace can make everything different and beautiful. Did you hear me? I don't go through this and be the same. But when you whine, you complain, you say no, you take charge, you do it your way, you're going to be worse. Yes or no? How many be, be brave enough to raise some hands and say, I should have followed God, I knew I should have, I didn't, and that caused me more screw-ups. Can I see some hands? That just caught, look at that, that's like a third of the hands. God's grace is enough. Grace rule number two, here it is. So number one, follow God even though you don't know where you're going. Keep a forward look, number two. Keep a what kind of look? Forward look, even though you don't know how it's going to happen. God, you're going to get me through this mess. That's why I brought you up this morning. We don't need to be doing this. You hear me, yes or no? God's grace is enough. I'm going to keep a what kind of look? A forward look. Now, that's not getting way out in the future. I'm just saying keep your eyes on the road, fool. Keep looking forward. Keep looking forward. Keep looking forward. Keep that forward look. These all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them what? Afar off. Abraham, his heirs. They were persuaded of them. Are you persuaded of God's word, God's promise? Keep a forward look in God's promises. They were persuaded of them. They embraced them. Do you believe God's promise? Do you believe you matter? Do you believe you're fearfully and wonderfully made? Do you believe Jesus is God's only Son? I put my faith in Him. I don't have my faith in a church, in a preacher, or in myself. My faith is in Jesus. He's at the right hand of God the Father. He's not left me alone. I have the Holy Spirit, the living God. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do you believe that? You see, we can't just give you a flyer and you're going to be good. Pop your money in the offering plate, you're going to make it. Oh, no. It's a lot tougher than that. You've got to have some, some things you're going to live by here. They embraced them. And they what? Confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims in this, on this earth. Do you, believe, do you believe this is all there is? Do you believe in God? Do you believe that I have an eternity in heaven? Do you believe you're laying up treasures in heaven? Believe Him. For they that say such things declare plainly they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from where they came out, they might have had opportunity to return back. Don't be turning around thinking about all the past. Yes or no? Amen. Some people, I, you, I do this because I counsel people. Oh, they think about what they lost. How much I lost. How much it costs me. Who wants to be with somebody like that? Say, nobody. No. 
Stop doing that. Don't worry about all this. But now they desire what? They desire what? Did you know through the mess you go through in life, knowing that God's grace is enough, you're going to have it better than you ever had it? Yes or no? I've got it better than I've ever had it. It's amazing when God's grace is enough, how quickly it can be better than you ever had it. This church is better than it's ever been. What do I mean by that? I am loved. I feel peace here. Sometimes it might look like I'm fighting up here, but I'm fighting a devil up here. I ain't fighting you. I love you. I love my town. I'm content. You hear me? And I'm a crazy person. For me to be content is nuts. I'm just saying, you'll be better off. God's grace is enough. You hear me or not? I feel like I'm, I don't know if I'm making the case or not. I'm trying. I understand it. But now that is our better country, that is a heavenly, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for He has prepared them a city. I love that. God's not ashamed of me. I'm not ashamed of Him. You know what? I'm just not. I'm not ashamed of Him, no matter where I go. But I don't believe God's ashamed of me. Now, when I screw up, I know He's not pleased with me. But I don't think He goes, oh my gosh, I don't want to be a part of Gary Clark's life. God loves me. Say that with me. God what? He loves me. He loves me. That's a beautiful thing. And I, I, I was a preacher for years, and I, I'd have said it out loud, but I didn't mean it. I'd have lied like a dog to you. But through pain, I learned, God loves me. You hear me or not? I matter to Him. It's beautiful, man. Abraham lived in tents, my language, but he also lived in future what? He left all that good, lived in the desert, trusting the Lord, and he had to live in tents. But Abraham lived in the future tents. Where are you living? Where are you living? Are you living in tents? And maybe you ain't got it so good right now. Are you focusing on that? Or are you looking forward? Are you keeping a forward look? Say that with me. Get past your what? I don't recommend you talking about your past like I do. But if you ever get my job, then I recommend opening up to the people and sharing with them your struggles. But if you don't have my job, I wouldn't do it on a regular basis. Because it causes me to have nightmares. Is that true? causes me to sometimes get edgy to bring up things. But I don't mind bringing up things in my life if it can help you get past your past and help you be strong in the Lord. You hear me or not? And I do recommend if, you're, if you can do it, do it. But it's not easy. God's grace is enough, so I'll stop living in what? Past tense. I don't want to get too personal, even though I do, but it's amazing. Like in my situation with Kim, it's Kim and Gary. It's Gary and Kim. I really don't even think about comparing the way my life was before. It's crazy. How can you live 28 years and all of a sudden you're in this relationship totally different? 
different people. I'm having to do things differently. But that's good. I'm growing. And we have a, a beautiful thing going. Amen. Pray for us. Because at times it's no picnic for her. How many would know that? Stop! You're horrible. You know what I tell her? I say, honey, you better love me because there'll be a line to get to me. <laughs> Have I ever said that? How many times? She said, too many. You're not going to sit up front again, are you, baby doll? Come on, here we go. Grace rule three. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, he offered up Isaac that he had received that the promises, offered up his only begotten son. God said, offer your only son to me. If you know the story, it sounds, it's just crazy. You mean I had a child, a child of promise. Now you want me to put him on altar and kill him. But Abraham didn't realize. He did. He believed God. But he couldn't see the big picture that that son would represent Jesus Christ. Later, God giving a son so that we could have everlasting life. Y'all hear me or not? Of whom it was said that in Isaac shall your seed be a blessed, uh, be, be called, according that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. The point is, God, Abraham believed that God would raise his son up. If he took that knife to that boy, he believed that he would raise him up from the dead. But we know the story, many of us, all of you should, that as he prepares that altar for that boy... There was a what caught in the thicket. There was a what? There was a ram. John the Baptist said this about Jesus. Behold the what? Lamb of God, slain. Amen? Before the foundation of the world. He was slain for us. But this was a picture. God never intended for Abraham to take his son's life. This was a figure. Sometimes the things I go through in life and you go through in life, we just don't understand it. Why? Have you ever said that? Why? Why? And then later you get to a place in life and you look back and you go, well, now nah, I understand. Amen or oh me. Praise the Lord. So number three, believe God is faithful and well able regardless of the what? Or the struggle. i got to quit. God fulfills His promise either immediately or what? Do you believe that? Am I talking cuckoo land up here? God's grace is enough. God's grace is enough, and it's going to work for my good and His glory. That's just the way it is. Clark, you're crazy. No, I'm not crazy. But the Bible does say that, that uh, we're fools. The world will look at me as a fool. Why didn't you get even? Why didn't you get back? I've had so many people tell, talk to me about my struggle, and they said, I can't believe you didn't do this. I wanted to do this. But God's grace helped me not to do this. Amen. Not me. It's His grace. His grace. Rule number four. By faith, by faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, he blessed both of his sons Joseph. This thing just kept going. I know I'm going fast. And worship, leaning on his staff. Now watch this one. By faith, say that with me. Joseph, say it with me. When he died... He made mention of the departing of the children of Israel, say that last part, and gave commandment concerning his what? We're talking about grace is enough, grace rules. Follow even though you don't know where you're going. Keep a forward look. Third one was something like, you know, it's going to work out. Believe. 
Here's this last one. True faith is able to wait for the fulfillment of God's promises. True faith is able to wait for the fulfillment of God's promise. If I push and shove my way, it's most likely it won't be. Can you say that's one of my famous quotes? Say it with me. If I push and shove my way, it's most likely, it most likely won't be. One more time. If I push and shove my way, it most likely won't be his way. I'm looking for point four. Did we ever get it, Raj? I did it. Okay. There it is. True faith is able to wait. For the fulfillment of God's promise. That's point four. True faith is able to wait for the fulfillment of God's promise. God's grace is enough. But so often it ain't enough because we're not willing to wait. And we push and shove. And then we want to blame God. Okay? Hope I do better the second time. This is a little confusing. Joseph said, here's Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Isaac, Joseph. Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, he said, get my bones out of Egypt. Here he was, dying. He said, get my bones out of Egypt. He said, bury me in the land of promise. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I die. God will surely visit you. He'll bring you out of this land into the land which he swore to who? Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Joseph took an oath uh, of the children, saying, God will surely visit you. You shall carry my bones out of here. Don't you leave me down here in Egypt. So Joseph died being 110 years old, and they bombed him, and he's put in a coffin where? In Egypt. Did it happen? Did they get his bones? See, he believed God's grace was enough, even though he couldn't really see it come to pass. Do you believe God's grace will be enough, even though you can't see it? And the bones of Joseph, which the children of Israel brought up out of where? Egypt. They buried them in Shechem, in Israel, in a parcel of ground which Jacob bought of the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of silver, and it became the inheritance of the children of Joseph. Say that with me. It what? One more time. It what? Guys, some of you, some of you, you might not see it in your life. You might not see how it's going to work out for your youngins. I don't think my mama that night... 26 years ago, when my stepfather shot her six times, I don't think she was thinking, it'll work out. But it did, Mama. My mother watches me preach every Sunday morning on the big screen. She's cheering me on. It worked out, Mama. It worked out, Mama. You couldn't see it, but I'm fine, Mama. I'm going home this week, Mama. We're all going to get together. And we're going to praise the Lord, Mama, that you had to faith. We're all saved now, Mama. We're all saved. We're happy, Mama. Things you went through, Mama, helped me in my life to go through hard things, Mama. Mama can see now. You might not get to see it in your life. But you got to believe it's going to work out because grace rules in my life. Let's praise the Lord for his message. We've got to quit. Boom! I liked it. Little goofy. It's okay. Let's get up on our feet.